Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for hanging out here with me on what is a celebratory navel-gazing episode of the House of L. Isn't that the whole idea? Like, I have a podcast for a reason, so I can tell you stuff that maybe isn't as inappropriate of a venue to do on the radio show or definitely not on television because there isn't time to do it. But there is time to do it inside of the podcast, so I thank you for hanging out with me. As we have been for the last couple of months, want to tell you about our sponsor to the podcast, Noble Oak Whiskey Rye Bourbon. Fine folks over at Edrington Spirits, they help support this podcast, so please support them. Go to NobleOak.com. Go find yourself some really good whiskey. It's outstanding. Really, really outstanding. And whenever you buy a bottle, they plant a tree. So that's even better. It's the one tree project that they're involved with. One tree planted for every bottle sold. So you get good whiskey and you get to help the environment, which is great for you. I had an experience (laughs) this weekend And I'm not sure what to do with it other than kind of talk about it. I just got back from visiting with my parents because my parents wanted to see the award that I won. And I was more than happy to oblige them and show them the award itself. I'm really honored that I got this because I got I picked up the Peter Lissagor Award for 2022 and it was for sports commentary I had done a segment on Jackie Robinson day and some of the things that I think are important to remember about Jackie Robinson that he was a whole human being and not just kind of like a cartoon character and it was great the segment was produced by Ray Diaz So I wanted to make sure that I mentioned his name because my name's on the award, but he's the person who produced the segment. I talked with Ray about what I wanted to do. He found the corresponding sound and made it a really good segment. I wanted to thank Ryan Porth, who sent the nomination to the the, the Lissagore Award board. And to Mitch Rosen, who's always incredibly supportive of things that I want to do and allows me and has allowed me space to kind of do my show or the shows that I'm on however I want. If you're like, well, wait, who's Peter Lissagor? And he's used to be the bureau chief, the Washington bureau chief of the Chicago Daily News. 
he worked everywhere and you saw him on meet the press face the nation and what I love about it is that he actually started his career as a sports writer and I was in a category with Rick Morrissey and Paul Sullivan two men that I like quite a bit Sully's part of the HF mafia but as a radio host to win in a category that's traditionally print, I was very, very happy. So this was awesome, man. I'm not going to lie. This was this felt good, and I felt bad about wanting to win. And I'm not sure if I should feel bad about that. I'm working through that now, but I really, really wanted to win. I, I, I guess I needed the vindication of people recognizing the skills and how much I care about my art and my craft, which is storytelling, but it first manifests manifests itself in radio or in spoken word, like we're doing here on the podcast. I'm really, really, I'm blown away by the fact that I picked up this award, man. So let me tell you about the night. Like, instead of continuing to navel gaze, let me tell you about what I experienced. Because I have other awards. Like, I've picked up other awards before. I don't know why this one, this one felt different, and it felt, I wouldn't have been crushed if I didn't get it. But maybe I would have been crushed. Who knows? I was up for Broadcaster of the Year. The Illinois Broadcasters Association and was it 2016? And I wanted that one bad too. And I didn't get it. But I was a finalist. And it felt good to be a finalist. To to win this award. And have it be the Society of Professional Journalists. Like I won a journalism award. Like That is significant to me. Considering my journey into going to grad school. And studying journalism at a higher level. I, I try to add a lot of stuff into what it is that I do. It's my background as a reporter. It's kind of understanding and learning the rhythms of being a talk show host, the added elements of trying to find some fun and funny in what it is we do, and, and also the work of researching and trying to drill down on what the truth is on a topic or a story. So all of those things are present when I'm, hopefully you you can see when those different elements are present when I'm doing a show. So this thing was at the, is at the Union League? And I, I finally remembered I had been there before. I got an alumni award from DePaul and it was at the Union League because it's, you know, like, a few blocks from campus, the downtown campus, at least. It's so fancy. And, and you walk in, I don't know how much it costs to be a member of the Union League. It's probably worth it. I, I know I can't afford it. And I said this to a friend the other day. I was talking about it, and I, I'm like, you know what? The old adage is true. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. So I can't afford it. But let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff that kind of went into play with all of this. I was really nervous. You know, I went I went by myself and 
I was really nervous about it. So I got there. The ticket said 5.30, right? Like, that's – it's like a 5.30. I was like, oh, that makes sense. There's a lot of categories. There's a bunch of people who got Lifetime Achievement Awards. It totally makes sense for them to to do start this thing at 5.30. That makes sense. And then I got there at 5.30, and I'm walking in, and they were like – I said, oh, well, where do we go? Like, where's the, the banquet hall? Because we were just in this room with a bar. They're like, no, no, we've got a cocktail hour. I was like, oh. Was like, we'll be seating people at 7.15. I was like, oh, that seems like a pretty long cocktail hour. It's like an hour and 45 minutes. And those are the moments when I am most uncomfortable. Once I get to a table, I'm fine for the most part. But I'll tell you about that in a second. But the idea of being in a cocktail hour and the schmoozing and stuff, I'm not good at it. I ran into my guy, Justin Kaufman, and he was like, I can see you're uncomfortable. Let me introduce you to some people. So he did that, and that was very nice. Jeff Arnold, I recognized Jeff, and and Jeff came up, and he's been very supportive of my career and said very nice things. Uh, about me and what it is I do. So I appreciated him showing up. And I sat next to Jeff during the dinner. But that stuff is weird to me. So I went, I went, what's the, the Kendrick line? I went running for answers. So after sitting there and debating, I was like, I could just go home and then come back. I live close enough. And I was like, no, nah, you're already here and you put a suit on, so you might as well stay. So I decided to walk around the Union League building. I don't know if you ever get a chance to get in there, but if you do get in there. I knew some of the people who worked on the security staff, and I said to them, can I just, like, walk around? Like, yeah, you're a guest. You're a guest, so you, if you want to check out this place, there was, a, I think, a wedding that was going on there. This place is off of Jackson and Dearborn. So right there... The, the financial district, like, right there. And I'm walking around the building. It's got all this incredible art. Walked around the floor that we were on. Then, so I wonder, you because know, the explorer in me is like, I wonder what's over there. I wonder what's down there. So I walk down to the fourth floor of this place, and the fourth floor of this place has a library. So now I'm standing outside of it, like, like, an old school library. And I go, I wonder if the library's open. The library was open. So I went into the library, and the library at the Union League, I know it's been a minute since I've really been in a library. Like, I, a couple, not a few weeks ago, I was over at DePaul, and I was in the, the library there for a couple of minutes looking for something specific. But the way that they had this library laid out, where they had, I love the section on the history of Chicago that they had and just books and books and books and videotapes and DVDs and all sorts of stuff. And up-to-date magazines, which, like, blew my mind. It was more, I would say that it was a library, but it was more reading room, if that makes sense. And there was a super comfortable chair and an ottoman and a light, an overhead light for you to read. So what do you do when you're an introvert who gets anxiety in crowded rooms? 
you hide, and that's what I did. So from about 6.30 until they, I timed it out perfectly. Until 7.15, I sat and read in this library. I don't know if I broke some sort of protocol or whatever, but I can tell you I had a blast. There was this great piece. I was reading, they had an up this month's issue of Rolling Stone, and I, I wrote a, read a great piece that was written about house music. Like it was Chicago house music, so that was dope. And I read a piece on James Gunn and Guardians of the Galaxy, which I still haven't seen yet. When I do go see it, I might go see it soon. I'll do a review of it. And I just hung out. And then I saw that they were getting everyone up to the sixth floor, which is where dinner was. And I I knew my table, and I went and sat at my table. And other than Jeff, I didn't really know anyone at the table. It's also weird because I got Crohn's, so there's certain things that I can't eat like raw vegetables and I don't get along very well. So there's a salad at your table as soon as you sit down, but you can't have the salad, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just eating all the bread because I love bread. Bread is perfect for people who have Crohn's. At least in my experience, bread is is a, a meal that most people who have Crohn's can easily digest. Like the idea of carbs and uh, Crohn's go together really well, which is why I started falling in love with donuts if you ever wanted to know. That's part of it because when I was super skinny, after I had my first surgery and we were figuring out things that I could and could not digest, it was donuts and bread and carbs. So you have to balance that out with like your blood sugar and your weight. Both of those things on me have been fine for even I had all of my tests when I went and got my colonoscopy and I was amazed at how good my blood sugar and cholesterol was amazed anyway we make it upstairs and then there were the really beautiful speeches from the lifetime achievement award winners like just incredible journalists that got to speak in front of the chicago headline club and had their careers broken down and it was dope like really really dope getting to hear their stories i I'm such a fan of Phil Ponce. Like, I've always, like, dug his vibe. And he spoke about journalism, and it was great. And Dorothy Tucker, who I think is one of the best journalists that that television journalism has ever seen in Chicago, she was honored. And I see her in Hyde Park, like, all the time. It was cool to see people who care about who care about journalism the way that they do and to hear them talk about it i i i enjoyed it quite a bit without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It, it was fun to kind of get that. Every now and again, you need to be reminded of why you do what you do. 
and it was a, it was a great reminder. And it was a lot of things that I took like mental notes of, and some stuff I actually took note notes <laughs> so that I could remind my students the next time that I'm in a classroom and meeting some of the people who do FOIA workshops, which I I should probably take one. I haven't had a need for a Freedom of Information Act, but I should probably take a class on it so that I could teach it because it's important and it's really important for journalism. So I was floored by that, and then the waiting starts. Like Once we got through the, the Lifetime Achievement Awards and all of that stuff, the, the Watchdog Awards, and then it's, well, your category is coming up, and how, how are you supposed to act if you win or you lose? I, I let out a yell when they said my name. I'm not going to lie. I was really excited about it because I knew that the work that we had put into the submission was good. It just, it wasn't one of those things where we were like, I, I went through my entire like catalog from 2022. I go back and listen to shows or portions of shows quite a bit. I was like, man, you know, that Jackie Robinson stuff was kind of strong. So I, I was, I was like, this is what we should submit. And when they called my name out, because they were running through it, I think there was like 70 categories. And seeing some of these, shout out to the Tribune. I, I like openly cheered when I saw that the Tribune had won best sports journalism category for the stuff that they did on Title IX. Like, it was really, really well done, and it was a comprehensive reporting by all female writers for the Tribune. And I, I thought that that was really, really dope. And I hope that, I hope that, that they cherish like all of the Colleen Kane and, and Megan Montemuro. I hope they cherish that win. Yeah. They won for best sports reporting title nine sports reporting, Colleen Kane, Megan Montemuro, uh, Julia Poe, who I think is really, really fantastic. Corey, uh, Ramore, Stacy St. Clair, Tina Arcuris and my homie Amanda Kashubi, also part of the HF Mafia. Like they won for best sports reporting, and I thought it was um well, well, well earned. But it was just cool, man. It's cool to be in the room. The the love that I got afterwards made it even more worthwhile. And I wanted to say thank you because you weren't this wasn't really one of those you win the award, you get a chance to give a speech. But as I said, you know, Ray Porth and, and Mitch were instrumental in all of this. But the way that people reacted when I put it on social media to let people know that I won, I I appreciate it. It's it's weird. I was talking to my brother about this last night, because he took me out to dinner to celebrate. And I was saying how at this point in my career, there's not a ton left for me to accomplish as a local radio show host. Like, I've pretty much got that thing figured out. But it is nice to be recognized for the hard work that you put in. And I'm not trying to say I work harder than anybody, but I work really hard. And I, I hope that 
I hope that you hear that when I'm on the air. I hope that you see that when I'm in print or when I'm on television. I work really hard, and it's the money is great. Like I do fine. I'm not hurting for dollars, and I know there are a lot of journalists that were in that room with me that are. You know, I'm I sit in a pretty nice space when it comes to broadcast journalism and the amount of money that we make over people who are working for small papers or independent startups and all of those people were in the room with me. You know, like you had a lot of really smart people from different media outlets, some of them self-made outlets. But it's nice to be recognized like, hey, you're doing a good job or we see the work that you're putting in. And I use the quote from Fife from A Tribe Called Quest. I, I never let a statue tell me how nice I am from a war tour, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. But it was nice to get the statue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was nice to get the statue. And I thought about it. I thought about not only my anxiety, but also my small media company. I think next year, Instead of me going solo dolo to this thing because I'm nervous or whatever, I think next year I'm going to buy a table. You know, I'm going to invite the House of L guys. I, I, want, I want them to – Sports Adjacent needs to be nominated for stuff, and I'm, I'm going to submit them for some stuff. And I think I'm going to buy a table next year, and then I'll have all my friends with me. And that'll make things a lot easier. It'll, it'll even be easier for me to, to venture out and meet people because I'll at least have that safety net of having the other folks there too. And I did see a lot of people that I knew there, like Justin Kaufman, who was super great. Um, like I said, I love him like a brother when we're not playing softball, and I hate him like a villain when we are. And he knows that, and he feels the same way about me. But Brandon Pope, who is the president of the local chapter of the National Association of Black Journalists, was there too, and I got to see him in all his glory, just being the man out there as he and the folks at Block Club picked up some hardware on Friday night. But I was really thankful to people who understood that it meant a lot to me, and they returned that love in kind. Jason Goff bought me, speaking of Edrington, um, bought me McAllen 15 when I got promoted from nights to middays when I got the solo show. And that that's the other part of this. Like, I love what I do with Dan, but I, I really appreciate that this I got recognized as a solo host. I'm not saying that I don't like sharing. I do, but for it to have been like the Lawrence Holmes show that that got rewarded or awarded. Like that means something. And I hope that Dan and I actually will now, like we should submit something because I think that we've done some really cool stuff that is worthy too. But that meant something. And it, it was kind of like one of my last acts as a solo host. And to see that win an award really means a tremendous amount. So Jay had bought me some McAllen 15 as a celebratory gift 
when I got promoted. Like, we had gone out and, you know, I, that's my dude, right? So it was me, him, Sierra Santos, and Jay Illa. Jay Illa was DJing. Leon Rogers was there, too. We went out that night, and we went out, out. and We really celebrated. But Jay came through with the McCallum 15, and it's just been sitting there. Because I don't drink that often, right? So it's not like I'm not taking a couple fingers worth of McCallum 15 every night when I come home from work. And I was like, man, this is the most appropriate time for me to open this. Like, I... I struggle with spiking the football a lot. Like, usually my reaction to things going well is, all right, let's get to the next thing. That's usually how I am. Like, I don't live... Gwendolyn Brooks wrote about living in the along. I don't do that, and I need to do a better job of doing that. And so Friday, I allowed myself to live in the along. And I said, you know what? When I got home... I was like, I'm cracking that McCallum 15, man. And I I enjoyed the hell out of it. One drink, a lot of ice, and I know people got mad at me because they had too much ice in the McCallum. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll use that picture as the thumbnail so you can judge me too. But it was enjoyable to just go, hey, man, you did you did good. A job well done. And people recognized it, and people were really nice in saying that I deserved it. And I wanted to thank you for that and tell you about this and, like, all the stuff that goes, that's running, racing through my mind while it's going on. But I, I'm really happy. And I'm happy that I took time. Like, this week, with is a lot been going on this past week with the, my 25th anniversary, like I got home and my agent had sent me a bottle of Prosecco to, to celebrate. It's been a lot. I've been thinking a lot about my career over the last couple of weeks, knowing that the anniversary was coming and then celebrating the anniversary and knowing that this thing was coming and how, I, how was I going to feel about this? So to to see to to feel that embrace of people helping to celebrate you, because I try to be everyone's hype man, you know. Like I think there are so many talented people in our business. I was talking with Herb Howard about this man. I see him like he's that dude's gonna be a star. Like he's gonna be a star. We did TV together this past week, and I'm like, yep, that guy's got it. So I'm always like hyping people up and I'm always telling people to accept compliments and I never follow my own advice. So this week I was following my own advice and accepting compliments and all that stuff. But now I'm going to stop talking about it because you're probably bored at this point. But I wanted to thank you. I wanted to thank you sincerely for lifting me up and making me feel like all of this stuff has been worthwhile and that you appreciate what I do. Thanks to the Chicago Headline Club. Thanks to the Society of Professional Journalists. 
I remember joining SPJ when I was a student back in the 90s and it being important. So a lot of stuff came full circle this past week and I, I couldn't be happier. So thank you. Thank you for all the love and support. Thanks to Edrington Spirits. We appreciate them. Go get your whiskey or rye or bourbon. Noble Oak. They got good stuff. And thanks for this podcast. Thanks for continuing to support this pod. And we got more stuff. Been talking to some people. We're going to have more cool stuff coming up soon. So stay tuned. I. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.